this is Kelani Williams, and you are listening to Moderation. What's up, guys? I hope you all had a great weekend. I first wanted to express my gratitude for the support and encouragement y'all have shown me. I really do appreciate everyone who has taken the time to listen and share my podcast, and I am so eager for what's to come. For this week's episode, I wanted to talk about love languages, but more specifically the part that they play in platonic relationships. This was basically the next big lesson that I learned after the shift in mindset. Personally, I've found that after learning and practicing these fundamentals, my relationships have felt more natural and even stronger. My hope is that this heightens the potential of cognizance and connecting in your own relationships. Gary Chapman wrote a book called The Five Love Languages. In it, he explains the main ways people give and receive love. Those would be physical touch, quality time, words of affirmation, acts of service, and gifts. Although the book was aimed towards those in romantic relationships, I believe that the practices can be applied towards platonic relationships just as well. As a senior in high school, I didn't know much about love languages. I just knew that I felt special when my boyfriend would give me gifts or he would make time after the games I cheered at so we could hang out. And he would tell me that he knew I cared for him when I would compliment him. You can probably guess that close to when we were breaking up, there weren't as many gifts from him, we were spending less time together, and I wasn't showing my verbal support nearly as much. Some time after we broke up, I was looking into love languages and took the test. Convenient timing, I know. This was the order of mine at the time. First was gifts, second quality time, third words of affirmation, and tied for fourth were acts of service and physical touch. Understanding these love languages is also understanding your own upbringing and current circumstances, in my opinion. It became clear why I felt more appreciated when I was receiving gifts or was taken out on a date compared to if someone offered to help me with a project or were to give a reassuring squeeze when I was frustrated. When I was little, the only time I really remember getting hugs from my parents was when I was crying after getting lectured or I was injured. And that was why I avoided them. When in a relationship, I wasn't really the type to care for PDA. Holding hands on a date was enough for me. It's interesting because when I would get frustrated, my adrenaline would kick in and if someone were to try to comfort me or try to calm me down with a pat on the back or something, I would almost want to fight. It would feel like my fight or flight would kick in and someone touching me felt like it would just push me right over the edge. On the other hand, as a kid, whenever a birthday or a holiday like Mother's Day or Father's Day would come around, I was always encouraged to write a letter and then we would devote specific time to celebrating that person. So it made sense why I felt so special when my boyfriend at the time brought me my favorite flavored shake and stopped by to see me at random or did other things like that. It also clicked that when these things stopped, I felt more insecure in how he felt about me. So being that we broke up, I wasn't really invested in learning anyone's love languages. Fast forward to the fall after graduation, I move out with my best friend, Autumn. Things as roommates were pretty good, but it definitely felt like it could be running smoother. I'm not sure what exactly led me to this conclusion, but I figured out that I needed to understand how to specifically communicate with Autumn if I were wanting her to be more receptive to my needs or wants. That prompted me to reflect on times when she was more open with me. 
I knew that she had the tendency to hug people when they were in distress or hug her whole family when she would come and go from her parents' house. I also noticed that she also needed reassurance, whether that was with what she was wearing or if the text she was sending to some guy sounded good. This led me to believe that her top love languages were physical touch and words of affirmation. So I decided to put it to the test. There were a few times when she would come home from work or school super stressed and instead of offering a solution like I would have done before, I would offer her a hug instead. At first, she would be a little weirded out, but it would help calm her down to some extent. I would also try to verbally acknowledge my appreciation more, especially when she would go out of her way to do things for me. I started to see the difference in our friendship after having made an effort to show I care in ways that she was familiar with. Not long after making these changes, I had the opportunity to teach about what I had come to learn. I was visiting my parents one day and my dad was telling me how he feels like my mom is never pleased. Now, this is something that he'll joke about often, but this time it seemed a little more serious. I decided to bring up love languages. I asked him if he had heard of them and he didn't know anything about them. So I explained them and my experience in applying the knowledge to my friendship. I guess that his top love language was acts of service. My mom's was either gifts or words of affirmation. And then I wasn't sure about my sisters. I encouraged him to take the test and told him that even if my mom and sister didn't take the test, it would still help him better understand where they're coming from. I left the house at night, not really thinking much would come out of the conversation. A few weeks later, I was hanging out with my sister and she told me that my dad had my family sit down and take the love languages test so they could talk about it. My guesses were correct. My dad's top love language is acts of service, my mom's is words of affirmation, and my sister's is quality time. She told me that within that time period, my parents had already arranged to spend more one-on-one time with her. I think that I have never been more proud of a teaching moment than this one. To this day, whenever my sister is having a hard time in school or something, one of the first questions my parents will ask is, are we spending enough time together? And I think it's so cool that they understand that's how she feels most loved. And if she's struggling, that could be a factor. So I've relayed three different instances in which love languages have been relevant in my life. A romantic relationship, a friendship, a family. Now, how can this be applied to your own life? If you haven't taken the love languages quiz, I would suggest starting there. You can find it at 5lovelanguages.com. You can't exactly help others before helping yourself. Once I understood the different levels in which I would feel loved, it made it easier to realize when someone was doing something because they care for me. I finished the Love Languages book a few weeks ago and took the test again. Here is the current order of my love languages. Tied for first, we have gifts and quality time, second, acts of service, third, words of affirmation, fourth, physical touch. As you can tell, the sequence of mine has changed a little. I think that's because as I've become more keen in observing others' acts of care or love, it's allowed me to compromise a little on my own interpretation, allowing me to be more open in how I'm receiving and giving intentionally. That being said, I wanted to go through and just list a few examples of each language to hopefully help some people realize what's being done out of care Keep in mind, these can be applied to just about any relationship. For gifts, it's not usually the gift itself, more so the thought that someone was willing to spend the money or time on a tangible token of their appreciation. 
Some of my favorites consist of a handwritten letter, flowers, they can be bought or just picked up, and then anything that I've brought up that I like or need. For instance, my ex paid attention to the fact that my favorite color is blue and I get cold super easily. So he bought me a big blue blanket for Christmas one year. It's the thought behind the action, guys. For quality time, it's not really about the amount of time, but what you do with it. My suggestions to make the most out of your time spent with someone are put your phone away, be in the moment, interact in the conversation. No one wants to feel like they're talking to a wall. Invite them to tag along while you run errands. Since Autumn and I don't live together anymore, whenever we have errands to run, we usually invite the other to come along just so you're still fitting them into your schedule. Plan a date out. Take the time to pick a restaurant or pick an activity, make the appropriate reservations, and devote that time to them. Acts of service. These are things that are done without having to be asked and without expecting any kind of payment back. Do their least favorite chore for them. Mine would be doing the dishes, so whenever my sister would do dishes for me or Autumn would wash dishes after I cooked dinner, it would make me feel like the relationship was two-sided and balanced. A really simple one is hold the doors open for them. You've got to open the door anyway. You might as well hold it open for them too. Words of affirmation. It's not always what you say, but how you say it. Here are some lines that I have used. You smell so good. This is probably my favorite compliment to give because it's one of my favorites to receive. Trust me, it works wonders. That's all I'm going to say. I'm so proud of you. Really simple, but it shows you've been paying attention to what they're doing and it shows your support. I'm here for you if you need anything. Really comforting, really simple. Physical touch. Really, it just depends on the type of relationship you have with the person. If it's a more romantic relationship and it's a guy, my suggestion would be hold their arm while walking. Hug them to greet them, hug them when leaving them. A light. So those are all the suggestions I really wanted to give. Hopefully this helps you guys see both sides to the actions. That being, this is how you can be showing your appreciation and care for someone. And if someone is doing something along these lines, that's probably their way of expressing those feelings to you. To continue with my story, after hearing of the success my conversation with my dad had, I told Autumn what happened. From there, we were able to delve into love languages and how we could better communicate with each other. She has become less of a hugger, at least with me, since she knows that I don't care for it. She also has been more observant in what I have to say. Like when we were in Hawaii in November, I was going to buy a little shark tooth necklace because we went swimming with sharks on that trip. And I decided not to because it was something I didn't need. Christmas comes along and she gifts me that necklace because she knew it would have meaning to me. For me, I make more of an effort to hug her when I greet her, especially right now since we're in different states and only see each other when we meet up on a trip. I also make more of a point to compliment her not just on her outfits or something physical like that, but her growth and her perspective as well. I'm telling you, this has made all the difference in my friendship. It's made all the difference in my family, and I'm sure this will make all the difference in my next relationship. This is definitely one of those conversations I would like to have when I get to approaching a romantic relationship again. Alright guys, that's all I have for you this week. Hopefully you learned something new even if it's just that my favorite color is blue. I also want to challenge you guys to go and take the love languages test. 
Even if you have already taken it, go take it again. See if the order has changed. It'll teach you more about yourself. Okay, guys, that's all I have for this week. If you enjoyed this podcast episode, please give it a rating. I would love to see your feedback. If you enjoyed this episode a lot or any of my episodes, feel free to go ahead and share it. I would appreciate it. All right, guys, I hope you all have a good week and I will be back next week with a new episode.